Hello and welcome to this week's story, The Baker's Salt Shaker. In your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes those things end up here, in the magical land of Dilstonia, where little creatures called the Jifflings live on their little Jiffling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. Woo! I'm ever so excited. The hedge, who is a very lazy jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for bed yet? Miss Katie, who loves fixing things and dressy up. Sometimes I like both together. Albert, the ship's gardener. Hoppy, who's been into me cabbage patch like? And Friedeline, a very sensible jiffling who looks after everybody on the ship. Yeah, that is correct. Oh. Today on the ship, all the little jiffs are out in Albert's garden planting seeds so that after the summer they will have lots of lovely ripe vegetables to harvest for their scrummy jiffling suppers. As usual, Albert is taking charge of their garden jobs and everyone is listening very hard. Well now, Jiffs, it's very important that we plant our seeds at the right time before summer. Does anybody know why? Is it because in the summer we like being outside more so there's more time to water them? Well, no, but that does help. Is it because the vegetable-munching magical dinosaurs hibernate in summer? Ha! Not quite, Pumpkin. It's so all the seeds have a nice, warm, comfy bed of soil to grow in. Just like our nice, warm, comfy beds. Bah! Whoa! Now, come along, Jiffs. Let's get to work. Miss Katie, Hedge, you two can rake the soil. Yay! And Friedeline, you can prepare the next batch of seeds. Oh! And Pumpkin, since I'll be digging holes, I'll need you to clear all the dug-up diggy dirt right out of the way. So we're ready to plant. Pumpkin? Pumpkin? Everybody looked around, but instead of paying attention, Pumpkin was wandering off playing make-believe. Roar! Woo! Take that, magical dinosaur! Like, hey, little pumpkin man, what are you doing? Woo! I'm fighting off the invisible, magical, vegetable-munching dinosaur hedge before he eats up Albert's garden. Ah, oh, pumpkin, Albert does not need you fighting the dinosaur. He needs you to help him clears the diggy dug dirt. So a slightly disappointed young pumpkin wandered back over whilst Albert got to work hey. digging up his hey. soil. Well, I am Albert, king of me garden. Hello, flowers. I beg your pardon. I've just got to move you out of the way so that I can dig you up my garden. Hey, what's all this dirt still here? Gosh, Albert. The whole time you were digging, no one was clearing the soil away that you dug up. Pumpkin, 
you are supposed to be clearing the diggy dug dirt out of the way so we can plant the seeds. Yeah, and there's a mound of dirt here bigger than a grubby mud giant. Oh. Indeed, Miss Katie. But young Pumpkin had become distracted again and wandered off to battle his imaginary dinosaur. Roar! Pumpkin is like no diggity man. Pumpkin, you must pay attention and help. Otherwise, we won't have any vegetables at the end of the summer. No. Well, that was true. But there was no time for dinosaurs or digging now because that sound meant an object which was lost or thrown away on Earth had found its way into their net. Time to all heave it on board, together. The object landed on deck with a twinkly dinkly do. It had a glass tube with a tin lid on top which had little holes in it. I think that's like a wish granter man filled with Pixie's wishy dust. But then Miss Katie stepped forward, for she knew just what the object was. She gymkhanaed up onto the story seat, and then she began her tale. This is the Baker's Salt Shaker, and my karate instructor, Bethany Hiya, told me all about it. Once a little long ago, in the olden timey days, there was a teeny tiny animal village called Wooler, where all the creatures were very happy. They had beautiful little hills to climb, and lots of very useful shops too. Like the cobblers, where they fix broken shoes. Good day to you, and a good day to your shoes too. And the candle maker. A wax on, wax off, and wax on again. And then there was the happiest baker you could ever meet. A chirpy, cheerful little hamster called Hovis. Bakey, bakey, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day for baking. I'm mixing yeast and salt and flour. Bakey, bakey is my superpower. Yay, baking. And everyone certainly agreed that Hovis made the best bakey food ever from his delicious bread rolls to his scrummy, yummy, salted pretzels. Well, one day, Hovis got up bright and early, as all bakers do, opened up his curtain and looked outside to see something very exciting. Oh, a travelling play park has come to town! Hooray! That's perfect for hamsters! And I'm a hamster! So he grabbed up all his baking ingredients and got to work double quick. The faster I can get all my lovely treats baked right up, the faster I can be out in that hamster's play park. Whee! Well, Hovis really was excited, Woo! but instead of taking his time and paying attention to what he was doing, he rushed his baking as fast as he could, throwing flour this way and that, getting everything in rather a messy maloon. Then he pulled over a tray of pretzels and grabbed his tiny salt shaker. Hey, 
Hooray! Time to salt these pretzels and then out to play for Hovis! <laughs> so Hovis began to shake the salt out onto the pretzels, but because all he was really thinking about was the play part, instead of paying attention to what he was doing, he used far too much salt and covered the pretzels completely without even noticing. Then he threw them in the oven and rushed outside to play. Now, after a little while and a lot of fun, Hoovis remembered his pretzels were baking away in the oven. So he waved goodbye to the play park, popped back into his bakery and pulled out the tray from the oven sitting the pretzels on the side. Well, the lovely smell of freshly baked pretzels began wafting out of his bakery and soon there was a little queue forming at his counter. Ooh, hello! Hooted Peter Owl. May I have one of your lovely fresh pretzels, please? So Hovis handed one over to Peter Owl, but as soon as Peter Owl took a bite, he spat it straight back out of his beak, looking very displeased. Ooh, to ew! This pretzel is horrible! It's far too salty! Too salty! cried Bob Otter, who was next in line. Why, I simply cannot abide! Two salty pretzels! Oh. Come, village animals, let us go elsewhere for our delicious snacks. Then the little queue of creatures wandered off, leaving Hovis staring at his nearly empty salt shaker. Oh, my hamster's shame! I used far too much salt. Oh! And in a little hamster's huff, Hovis threw away his salt shaker because now he knew that he should have paid attention to what he was doing instead of being so distracted. And now the baker's salt shaker is here. Yes, Albert. So what could it be? Mm, perhaps we could fill it with pebbles and turn it into the fun musical instrument. That would be jolly, Friedeline. But then Young Pumpkin stepped forwards. I think we should fill the salt shaker with seeds and use it to shake them out onto Albert's garden. But first, I will get rid of all the diggy-uppy soil. Oh, Pumpkin, how very clever. So the busy little gifs filled the shaker with seeds and Pumpkin cleared the soil and in no time they had all their harvest planting complete and afterwards they even found some leftover time to play make-believe dinosaurs with Pumpkin too. Then after so much work and play the gifs were rather muddy and full of yawns so they had a nice warm bath scrubbed themselves clean and then it was time for bed. Good night, young pumpkin. Good night. Good night, Albert. Bye, I'll see you in the morning, like. Good night, Friedeline. And it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge? <sighs> oh, I think the head is asleep already. And goodbye to you, wherever you are. Maybe next time you see a thing 
that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Bottleship. For all the parents listening, if you'd like to, you can donate to the show at patreon.com forward slash bottleship. And as a thank you, we'll send your child a personalised audio message from the Jifflings. And for all the children listening, if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. We've had some lovely reviews this week, haven't we, Jifflings? Oh yes, like this one. It says, Dear Jifflings, Hello, my name is Ndalo and I'm six years old. My birthday was in March and I live in South Africa. My favourite Jiffling is Miss Katie, but I also love all the other Jifflings. Love, Ndalo. Well, that is the fun. Fantastic review, Ndalo. Thank you very much. Ah, totally, man. And we have this very special audio review from Felix in England. My name is Felix. I'm five years old and I live in England. My favourite character is Hedge and the Young Pumpkin and I want to make a story about the, 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 the shark that ate the fish. Woo! Thank you very much, Felix. What a perfect review. Yeah, and we have the big special hello to Alex and his mum, Kerry. Thank you very much for writing to us, Alex. Have the wonderful day. Ah, oh, I that's right. And thank you to everyone who emailed or left us a review. We always love to hear from everybody. Yes, we do, Miss Katie. So please remember to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to send us an email, please send it to thegifflings at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can visit our website, thegifflings.com, to see what each little gif looks like. Thanks again, and we'll bring you more exciting adventures with our friends, the Jifflings, very soon. Goodbye.